Yes, cases are going to go up before they come back down. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I know I've said that constantly, and others have as well. The vaccination of the unvaccinated. You know, and it's needless taking a needless toll on our country. You know, we have uh, roughly 350 million people vaccinated in the United States and billions around the world, and virtually no one's died because of that vaccination. But even so, the impact is going to be very different than what happened last January. Today, about 400 people will die because of the Delta variant in this country. By any objective measure, this presidency has not been good. Like on any front, America is not doing well, not economically, not when it comes to crime, not when it comes to the border, and of course not when it comes to foreign policy. We've got this huge scandal in Afghanistan, completely reckless decision, and is going to cost a needless number of lives. And what irks me is that so many people who cared so much about social justice and decency and all of those things while Trump was president are so quiet and are now like, oh, I don't, you know, the news makes me sad. I, I don't want to talk about the news. I don't want to be on social media. I guarantee you those people a year from now, right before the midterms, will suddenly care again and will be preaching to everyone else who have been paying attention about how we need to vote and what we need to care about. No. By any Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Blurred. Hi. That's Darren. That's me. I'm Brandon. <coughs> that was a lot. What you just most recently heard was Ali B. Stuckey. Stuckley? Stuckey. Yeah. Um, I, I think sharing sentiments that I probably agreed across the board with. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. She, you know, it wasn't, it's an observation. It's all it is. It's an observation. She wasn't attacking anyone. She wasn't saying that everything you believe is wrong. She didn't call you anyone any names. It's an observation. And it deserves a response. Yeah, it deserves some merit. Uh, and I think that's been very frustrating in this kind of era we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even know what to call the era. I think I said this on a, few, you know, a while back. But I wonder how long. It'll be, you know, when you are a part of the dissenting group, mm-hmm. no matter what the zeitgeist of the, you know, time is, when you are part of the dissenting group in America, you'll be considered a trumper <laughs> just because you're a part of just the dissenting be, yeah, group. Yeah. Um, I wonder how long that's going to last. But what's been very frustrating is that no one wants to talk about what she's saying. Yeah. Ages ago on a podcast, we also brought up our friend here on the podcast where I mentioned the fact that he made a comment as a, um, I, I, I don't know actually what David is, but at least at that time, a Democrat supporter mm-hmm. um, saying that now we have to hold Joe Biden accountable. No one has done that. No. Not in my circle. I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not, I think yeah. there are a lot there of people lot who of have people. actually turned away from him yeah. and have gone mute about him yeah. because he's actually- yeah. But what we're talking about and what she's talking about, what she said is the people who were the loudest, the right, the people who were screaming for social justice that's and right. st- the border stuff and racism. They, where are they? Yeah, that's right. That's that's a good question. Because <laughs> there were a lot of moderate people who voted for Joe Biden who mm-hmm. are now like, wait a second. Yeah, this is stupid. Wait a second. And not to call him stupid, but he's not well. No, he's not healthy. That was our clip. Um, one of his, I guess you can call it press conference. That was actually one, actually one of his better. Yeah, we don't get a lot of access to his press conferences. Yeah, we were combing through. You were combing through some videos for us to uh, kind of sound bites for us to play for this episode. And and one of them I heard, I was overhearing you listening to, and all I kept hearing was, "Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you." 
And I was like, what the heck is that noise? Yeah. Like, what are all these women yelling thank you for? Yeah. And you were telling me it's his uh, kind of like PR teams <laughs> making sure people don't ask any questions. Yeah. Getting him out the room. As soon as he's done speaking, they want him out of the room. Because he can't handle off-the-cuff questions. You got to be scripted. You got to know what he has to know what to say and what and to so answer. Now, I don't care who you are a fanboy or fangirl of as a president. One thing I just actually can't relate to, really. Yeah. But I don't care. At the end of the day, there's still a president. Do you not want to hold him accountable? All right. All right. At the end of the day, they're the president. They're not your boss. <laughs> right. Right. Federal employees, yeah, different. Mm-hmm. But as he's not my boss, we're his. Yeah. And people are like that 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 view of the country is gone. Yeah. I can't even imagine what that would be like now. That's gone. Um but yeah, if you listen to that intro again, he just he doesn't speak well. And I'm not talking about he's not articulate and clean like he described Barack Obama <laughs> as a nice clean articulate black guy, but um I'm saying that he actually can't uh put together words. Yeah. Um, in a consistent way that gives you confidence in his mental competence. Right. But wait, but wait, he has a stutter. Um, oh yeah, right, right, right. And he's just not good at public public speaking. Yeah, and that's yeah. False. Go back to them videos in right. the seventies. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Embrace yourself. Embrace yourself for those. He was talking, talking. Hey, we're gonna talk about a little bit. Not about not, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's close to it. Yeah. Because today, guys, the reason we played those is because now we're on the brink of something that. Um, a lot of people I know, cons- conservatives, a lot of um, people who are for freedom, a lot of people who are for um, standing firm in values, they find themselves laughing to keep from crying, <laughs> as Darren's doing right now. If, because listen to this. People are demonizing other people for not taking medicine. <laughs> yeah. How we get there? How did we get there? Yeah. And now I don't know. I would like to say that we talked about this or we mentioned it. I'm talking early on. Well, yeah, I feel like we pointed out the fact through the through the through the wire or through the fire. What was it called? Through the fire, maybe. Through the fire. Was that what it's called? Anyway, part one and two and three. We mentioned government conspiracies. Yeah. Propaganda Mm. and its purpose. It's Mm. its effect on on. The country, past, present, future. I mean, any 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 moment in history where a government leader has killed a bunch of people, marched people to their deaths. Yeah, propaganda was before it. That's yeah, and we're gonna touch on that. And a way to get other people to do their bidding because they're right. they're weak. Do you think? And so this is this is and so this is what we brought up. Let me first let me get this thought out so I don't get mental constipation here. I, I think that we brought up the fact that. Down the line, people were going to be turning on one another mm-hmm. because of this COVID stuff. Yeah, definitely. Who has COVID? Who doesn't have COVID? Yeah. And that's essentially what this is. Who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated? Now, the reason why I think that's faulty is because vaccinating, being vaccinated isn't a synonymous way of being identified as someone who doesn't have COVID. Right. <laughs> right. So I think we can back up, going back to what you just said, mm-hmm. is from the beginning, the reason why we were talking about COVID-19, the way we were talking about it, our stance was then and still remains today that, no, we do not believe it is 100% fabrication, but we are not afraid for our lives. Yeah. Now, why was that our stance? Because, one, COVID-19 isn't what makes people afraid for their lives. Mm-hmm. It's a broken world. You know what I mean? I can get vaxxed up and wear two masks and even do a, a Anthony Fauci impression and still get hit by a car. Mm-hmm. You know, so it doesn't matter. I think wisdom is just the way you should live in general. Yeah. Um, also, I remember mass shootings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah, have them yeah, no yeah, more. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. go, go, go. Continue, nah, continue. Yeah, 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 hey, 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 man. Continue. Remember when everybody was scared of getting yeah, shot? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're man. Oh, man. Don't worry about it. Our kids not in school no more, so oh, there's no such thing as a mass shooting. Man. Oh, that's the barbershop. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, man. Oh, oh man. So, yeah. So, um, <laughs> geez, I can't even think right now because we also said that. Yeah. We said that was going to go away. Yeah. yeah. But let me get back to it. Let me get back to it. What was I saying? It'll be back. What was I saying? 
Oh, so so from the from the very beginning, I mentioned how when this COVID thing broke, I'm like, whoa, pandemic, uh, there's COVID strands. I'm not a, a molecular biologist or vi- 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 virologist or you know any of those things. I don't know what they're talking about, man. This thing is in the air; it's airborne. People are breathing and dying. Oh, what? And then I saw the news, and the news, if it's a pandemic, would be filled, I think, with bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the news seemed to be more so trying to make it seem like it was filled with bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An example was the ticker. Yeah. Every day, this little box, the bottom or wherever your screen was, whatever the news channel was, showing you the number of people who have COVID. So now a couple problems I have with that. One, that it exists. Yeah. You could do that with anything. Clear psychological manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Clear psychological manipulation. Two, you have to trust it's true. Right. I know there are some people who are worshipers of news and politicians and hate us for not trusting everything that they say. Yeah, why would they ever lie? You know, that just doesn't happen. Um but uh you know yeah we don't care. Um so yeah yeah and so that you know it's on the screen, psychological manipulation. Two, you have to trust it's true. Mm-hmm. Now, did we have any reasons to not trust that it's true? Not initially. Not initially. <laughs> and then until <laughs> time started going out. Yeah. People have phones. People tell stories. Uh, you have Other Project do- Veritas. Yeah. Doctors, nurses. Yeah. Project Veritas told a story about uh, a news channel. Uh, they actually went inside. Mm-hmm. And there was a news channel that went to a hospital, made doctors and nurses leave their posts so they could go and stand in line to make it seem like there was a line outside the door to get into the hospital. Yeah. And doctors and nurses were telling stories about this. Right. Did people hear about this stuff no. or did it get silenced? Now, people who are worshipers of news and politicians probably don't like us for saying that they were silenced because why would anyone get silenced? Yeah. Who's doing the silencing? That doesn't happen in this world, right? It doesn't happen in this world. And then we get to even what you just brought up, that there are actual dissenting doctors, Mm -hmm. virologists, who have differing opinions about all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, were their opinions, were they completely contradictory, saying that, hey, COVID-19 doesn't exist? I don't think that I heard anyone. Yeah, I don't hear, I didn't hear any that scientists. And then to be that. honest with you, if I did hear someone claiming to be a doctor who said that, my attention would be waning with them. Yeah. I, it's it's just, just another extreme. Yeah. It, it would be um, waning with but them. But instead, you heard doctors saying things like, uh, wearing a mask isn't a great idea. Yeah, right. It's not going to help. And here's and why. It might be harmful. Right, right. And here's why. And the very valid points like, well, most of the masks, uh, it was also echoed by our guy, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on TikTok, too, if you want to pull that up. but uh, We posted it on Instagram. Oh, we did. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. A couple yes. people jumped down our throats for that. It's okay. It was him who said it. <laughs> it was him who said it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, a lot of doctors were saying that, you know, the, a lot of the masks that we buy in stores are not, um, they're just cloth. They I know my they, mask doesn't work. Yeah, they don't, they don't protect you from any kind of virus. And in fact, even the N95 masks aren't meant to protect you from viruses. They're meant to protect from cross-contamination. And so in hospitals, doctors aren't wearing the same mask all day long. Yeah. You know, they change them. Just like they change their gloves. Every time they touch something, they got new gloves. And so when we're out in public wearing masks, the same mask all day, not watching it, touching it with our our bare hands that we Mm -hmm. use to touch everything else, Mm -hmm. all we're doing is contaminating our faces and introducing more germs into our bodies. And it makes the entire mask wearing thing futile. Makes it wrong. Yeah, it makes it. I mean, in order for it to work. And Ant said that. Yeah, it is. Ant Ant said that. Yeah, I know. Ant Ant Fauci said this. Right. I thought his reasoning was actually logical. It was very logical. He said that people touch their face with their hands, they touch their mask, they're adjusting, they're they're fixing it. And so, like you just said, it nullifies. Yeah. You said it may stop a droplet or two. Yeah. But. A droplet. In a droplet or two. But, um,. It's you know in, in the long run it nullifies the, the point of the mask which is to keep germs away from your face. And so all right, so let's stay on track because I want people to track with us here, guys. We want you to track with us. Mm-hmm. So we got the ticker, psychological manipulation. Mm-hmm. Now I know the dissenters of the Black and Blurred podcast will say no, it's not psychological manipulation. It's information. It's information. Because I remember know. some of those days when I was like just at Seven Eleven getting a Gatorade and I was thinking, what? How many cases are there now? Right. I remember those days. 
Sarcasm. I don't remember those days. False. Those days didn't exist for me. Now, what I do remember is the anxiety. I had a bunch of people actually calling me. Dog, I'm not going to name them, but you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. He, he genuinely would call me multiple times a day and tell me a new number. This was early on. Mm. And I told him straight up, I said, stop watching TV. Now, I was maybe a little frustrated because I also told him, stop calling me. But mm-hmm. I said, stop watching TV. All right. Believer. All right. Listen to what's happening to you. All right. You are watching TV and growing more and more anxious, more and more worrisome. And this is coming from that little ticker at the bottom of your screen. So we've got the ticker. We've got the necessary trust we have to have in the statistics of the ticker. Mm -hmm. And then we have time that goes down. This thing is very new. It's very fresh. We're getting new updates. We're getting new information and things like that. That's happening on. But then we went through a year, right? After a year, we had many, many people, many, many cases of COVID. You know one number the news didn't talk about? The flu? Survival rate. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe you failed that so miserably. Uh, it's true. The flu's <laughs> gone, people. We yeah, cured. yeah, yeah. No, that's real, though. We cured that it. is true. Um, yeah, the flu doesn't A year ago, it was like 83,000 people died from the flu, or yeah. two years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and before that, there was, uh, was a... Uh, I, can't, I don't want to say it because it might be false. I, I, got, I forget. Yeah. I need to look that up. But yeah, but we did not talk about the survival rate. No. COVID. Because if it was really their duty to provide hope, that's what they would and talk about. Even if it wasn't even hope. Yeah. Even if it was just information. Right. Why are you withholding that information? And so what they're saying, in Maryland specifically, what the news would say, I think we mentioned this in an earlier podcast, and the manipulation of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's purely psychological manipulation because it is a true fact. What they said was true. But the way it's worded is intended to manipulate you psychologically and cause anxiety. They said, what is it? That at the time it was 5,200 Marylanders have contracted COVID. Mm. And every day that number would get higher. Mm-hmm. 6,200. Da, 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 da. And if you do math, that's a less than 1% of the population of Maryland. Mm. Now, if they really wanted to give us hope, they would say that. Less yeah, than right. 1% of people in Maryland are getting sick. Are getting sick. Please keep washing your hands. Yeah. Stay safe. Um, it's spreading, but not very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's 50, uh, I mean, like 5.2 million people in, the, in Maryland. Yeah. Now, and so now that's and Maryland. shutting down the state. Yeah. The country, bruh. Well, not all of it. Yeah, I know, I know. Not I know. all of it. You know yeah. what, my Southern brothers and sisters, yeah. God bless you. Yeah, I know. We were in Tennessee during COVID. What COVID? Yeah. God bless you. You know, and so, so even with the country... The numbers of cases in the country um, and then those who survived from it was maintained yeah. at 99 or super, uh, uh, over 99% survival rate. Yeah. Maintained there. Mm-hmm. And there was another thing that you brought up as far as flu statistics and the way that they're recording statistics for COVID. Mm-hmm. That they, they did not record them in um, iterations. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it flu was just, season. Yeah, yeah. Flu season. That's when we recorded flu. Uh, deaths and so now for COVID is recorded two, two years now. Well, so now here's here's let me play devil's advocate. I think that maybe they did that because they're viewing this as still a thing that can be won. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not I'm going to withhold my judgment on whether or not there's known information that this is not going to be a thing that goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think a part of the dissenting doctors. A part of their research is that, hey, you're seeing this all wrong. This is going to be something like the flu, like the cold. Mm -hmm. And this is not something that you can beat like smallpox or anything else. One main reason is that those things did not have animal carriers. Right. Yeah. This has animal carriers. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's why you're going to see different um, uh, uh, mutations and things like that. There's going to need to be cyclical treatments of this thing every year mm-hmm. because that's what just what just that is just what it is now why do those people get discredited yeah because i posted a doctor this past week yeah. who was talking about that and when i first saw him speaking all i do is i immediately look these guys up now i have duck duck go on this computer mm-hmm. um and i have it on the mac the laptop um, but I don't have it on the, the iMac. Mm-hmm. 
And so when I when I just randomly look something up without the, the go, I forget that I'm using Google. Yeah, Google. But I get reminded down. that it's Google real quick because yeah. Google is immediately a party pooper. Like, no, don't pay any attention to this guy. Fact check, fact check, fact check. I mean, I feel like I'm at a. I don't even know. I thought I could have something good to say there, but you know, but yeah, it was. Ter- I mean, it's like, what is happening here? Right. Are we just going to turn a blind eye to the fact that our our technology is uh, punishing us from information? Right. <laughs> so you have to you got to do things like tuck, duck duck go, and you got to use VPNs, virtual private networks, um, to be able to get truth, get information. But I immediately looked up this guy, and on Google, he's all the articles are just completely discrediting him. Um, now you go outside of Google, and you can actually find out who he is outside of the lens of Democrat Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, I'm listening to him, and he's basically talking about how all of this has just been handled incorrectly. Um, the, the, even the view of what this is, this coronavirus is, is false. And how there have been cases that show that the way that this is being handled is false. But those cases don't get brought to light. The people who try to put these cases forward get silenced. Because another thing people may be unfamiliar with is that science has been hyper-politicized. Yeah. That's not new, actually. No, no. I mean, there are a lot of Christian scientists who say, man, I found this kind of like scientific tale of um, evidence for God mm-hmm. and you know uh, and they probably like lose their tenure or something like that but yeah science has always been hyper politicized uh, in this kind of modern era so yeah um, I forgot where we were did you have something to say no I mean just I, I guess you know on the on the on the psychological shock, psychological manipulation train um, I would just add that there's also um I wish I would have brought up these articles and things like that. But doctors um, talking about, which we mentioned earlier, the basically bribery to uh, admit patients as COVID patients who mm-hmm. may have COVID but didn't die that from went COVID. Away. Oh, bruh. Um, and also, I mean, like imagine if they were to report every single day how many people died well, and then just say it's from COVID. Yeah. Like imagine that. People, a lot of people die every single day. We don't have to unfold this here, mm-hmm. but what you just said, did I bring this up to you already? With uh, Cuomo and this sex thing, you know what went away? Yeah, I know. The, he killed a bunch of old people. The whole COVID scandal yeah. went away. Now, yeah. the sex thing is important. Yeah, it is. Meanwhile, you know, these aren't criminals. Like, he doesn't get treated like a criminal. He gets treated like somebody we don't like anymore. Right. You know, that's different. He's a right. politician, so. Politicians get a pass all yeah. the time. Uh, um, and we're the feminists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. One thing at a time. Help us, Lord. Lord, help us. Um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would also like to just point out <laughs> that he was on the train with all the other Democrats about Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Believe the victims. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. here we are. Here we are. Uh, Lord, we're, no one is good. No. No one is right. No. No one is righteous. <laughs> all like sheep have turned away and are in need of a savior. Man, um, so yeah, continue. No, I was just talking about, um, yeah, I mean, just imagine if they were to report to us every single day people that died yeah, for any reason. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, for any reason at all. And, and it seems like that's what they've done. That's what they've done. People in hospice, dying of things. Oh, they had COVID. They had COVID. And so well, that's we how know you get to half a million people. We have a close friend who had a healthy relative. Oh, yeah. This is a good transition. Mm-hmm. Had a healthy relative, was vaccinated, mm-hmm. and died. Yeah. Um, and I think that the way that that information is packaged and distributed is very similar to the way that all of this COVID stuff is packaged and distrib- distributed in the very beginning. Yeah. We talked about uh, that news of that infant Yes. Dying. That was in. And it was placed under the umbrella of COVID. Yeah. Which is so disgusting that the family themselves had to come out of their mourning and Mm -hmm. say, whoa, whoa, whoa. This was a tragic incident. Mm -hmm. How could this ever have been ascribed to COVID? 
So now, what we what, while we're bringing that up, and we're going to get into the vaccination thing soon, but the reason we're bringing that up is because I'm just sick of people not having a conversation about the fact that those things are happening. Yeah. In real time. Like, it's not even that much time has passed. Yeah. These things are happening. People are caught lying. People are not telling the truth. People are saying contradictory things. People are flip-flopping. People are taking photos, putting on masks, and then taking masks off after the photos. Right. Why are we not talking about this? Why would I like to talk about it? It's not because I'm an anti-vaxxer or anti-masker. It's because people have killed themselves. Yeah. Through this stuff. Yeah. People have lost their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. Jobs have closed. Families have dis- uh, erupted against yeah. one another. Marriages have yeah. died. Homelessness has increased all because of uh, COVID. And we're doing this bull crap still. Yeah, still. And it's, get, it's actually getting worse. They're magnifying it. After the vaccine comes out now, we, how are we still dialing it up? Like, we turning up the heat still. The vaccine's out. Right? Yeah. Remember the video about all the politics? <laughs> We posted that too. The politicians, all of them, before when Donald Trump was in office, saying they weren't going to take the vaccine, and now we're yeah. here, yeah, yeah, in a place where it's now you must take the vaccine. Yeah. So let's try to track through that real quick. Let's try to track through the evolution of the vaccine. Yeah. I think obviously, the only reason we can be in such a place where we're a divided people over medicine is because they developed the need. That that's what we just went through, the mm-hmm. psychological manipulation the mistreatment of statistics and mm-hmm. the distribution of those statistics. Um, so people are dying over this thing. They're dropping left and right. And if you don't do something about it, it's going to be you mm-hmm. who dies next. Finally, we have your savior for you. And your savior is called Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, whatever. Um, and even good enough for you. You have two saviors. You can take two of them. Um, and so that's what gets people to taking the vaccine but remember the need was to be protected from this virus Mm -hmm. so what's the problem now you've taken your vaccine and people with the vaccine are getting the virus oh i know what the problem is it's these people who haven't been vaccinated Mm. they're messing with us yeah and now they're preventing us from living a safe comfortable life yeah we got to get rid of these people. I remember back when uh, during the debates, Joe Biden hit him with the what's the dude? I, I don't know the actor's name in the office. Oh, oh believe me, I have a plan. I'll give you. I'll give you. SNL guy. Yeah, what's his name? I forget. I forget. Uh, uh, shoot, I forget. I forget. Anyway, yeah, Joe Biden was saying that he had a plan to put a stop to COVID nineteen, this pandemic, and Donald Trump does not. Yeah, global pandemic. By the way, he had a he had a plan, and now people are dropping left and right. Weeks after he got elected, he literally stood up and said, "There is nothing we can do." He said that. Oh, Darren, you don't have all the facts. What's the context? And nobody even Darren, cares. What's the context? Yo. You can't you He's, can't just say that. He stood up and said, "We don't have a way to stop this." Yeah, and we we shouldn't do anything about it. We shouldn't say anything about that. Hey, me and you as Americans. Well, well, first of all, we're not Americans. We're black guys. We're, we're victims. We're right. oppressed and everything else. Um, but we shouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, because we don't value our country, right? Yeah. And we don't hold that position of president and highest esteem. Look, this ain't my country. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> this ain't my country. Right, we're from Tanzania. Yeah. We, we, this ain't my country. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> what? What's you, the, it, what happened? This, um, but yeah, when he says those things, <laughs> I don't get it. When he says those things, we're not supposed to have a problem with it. Right. Now, back to what Ali was saying. Meanwhile, a year ago, it was cool to have a problem with everything. Yeah, the president says. Yeah, I mean, it does. It was context cool. It didn't was cool matter. to have a, a problem with everything. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. What's wild? I'm not going to stay here very long because we got to move on. Well, I do want to talk more about this vaccine thing because it's actually very sinister. Yeah. Let's take, um, I don't know. Give me something. Give me something. Give me something, Donald Trump. I mean, we don't have to dig far. It's Donald Trump. Oh. Racism? Yeah, uh, uh, no, something he said. Kung flu. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's rough. Kung flu, right? That's rough. When people uproared about Kung flu, 
I wasn't sitting at home thinking, how dare you go in uproar? Now, here's the thing. There are people who are Trump supporters who got mad that you were mad at their guy. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, you know, and, that, and so that's just how that game plays, you know, whatever. However, I wasn't offended by it. No. People got mad at us for not being offended by it. Right, right. <laughs> that's I mean, different. We also weren't offended by. They're going to put you all oh, back in change. None of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you offended yeah, yeah. by that? I wasn't offended it's by just, it. It's actually hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, the and only reason we have those sound bites on our board is because of the fact that people because were of the irony. weeping and crying yeah. in the streets over words. And it's just like, and people that don't look like us were yeah. offended by. Come on, you ain't black. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they are offended by that, and we aren't. Well, I don't know if they're offended by that. That's Joe. He's untouchable. What? Joe is untouchable. People who don't look like us. Or are you saying? I don't care about the side they're on. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. You know I what I mean? You. Like it's all of it. It's just like the irony of it is is strange. Yeah, right. It's like, well, why are you mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now here's the thing. What's very interesting is that those types of statements. Look, if you have a problem voting for me or this guy, you ain't black. I'm gonna put y'all back in chains. Um, something about the noose, whatever he said, and the other oh, thing. Oh man, those things. Look, and and I know people are gonna say that I'm just anti Joe Biden. Now look. Let me be full bore with you. I am. I am yeah, anti Joe yeah, Biden. Yeah. But I, I still like to be objective. Objectively, I believe that his statements have been far worse. Than who? Than Donald Trump. Oh, well, listen. The thing is, <laughs> I think that they've been far worse. Joe Biden, you know, we have a wonderful, wonderful follower that likes to ask about context. And if you play a video of Joe Biden's speeches. Yeah, 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 yeah. That That's is the context. meat. <laughs> Like literally anything Donald Trump has done that's been called racist was like a little slither of something that's yeah, literally yeah, out of context. Taken, yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole uh, that's where they started the racism thing. Mm-hmm. Charlottesville. You know I mean? Charlottesville. Uh, there's good people on both sides. Yeah. His very next phrase was, "I'm not talking about the neo Nazis and white supremacists. Yeah, but they, they should be out. condemned totally." Mm-hmm. That was his very next statement. But they just ran. They went off of the. Yeah, there's good people on both. There's sides. good people on both sides, which I don't really know how that's racist, but. I, well, everything's racist. Dr. Seuss is racist. Um, but yeah, so we, it's, it's a, you know, it's a game. It's a game. And I don't, I don't, I, I guess what's confusing to us is that people don't see the game. That's right. Now, there's an aspect of that game being played that I've, we have always watched and said, man, yeah. look at these people so frantic and so, I don't know, they're flailing around over politics and things like that. But now, as adults, your stupidity is actually infringing on my life and my rights. Their stupidity and the way that they want the world to be is actually affecting the way that I would like to live. Right. You want to talk about oppression? That's a problem. Now, okay, let's go through this because we want to talk about some, some other things too. Are you done with the vaccine? No, we're, we're here. We're getting to the oh, meat no. of the vaccine now because we we went through that trail of why people are willing to hate each other for not getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Um, and look, let's be real. People may not say that explicitly outside their mouths, but in their hearts, they're hating each other. Yeah. There may be people who are like super anti-vaxxers who are genuinely judgmental and hate people who get vaccines too. I yeah. mean, that's just, here's something else I'll point out is that, I mean, obviously I ultimately believe that the entire point of this is nefarious uh, to turn people away from Jesus, um, to divide one another. Mm-hmm. And you just see another divide here, right? Yeah. So, so the split is Trumpers, non-Trumpers, right? Because they're, you know, the good guys. You got Trumpers and then non-Trumpers. Mm-hmm. And now you have this vaccine. And there's a bunch of non-Trumpers who also don't trust this vaccine. Correct. So that's another split in the division, another right? split. And so they are just dividing us as people so that we don't care about one another. That's right. It's not about the vaccine. You don't care we about We can just people. hate each other. You need a reason to pick a team and to hate someone. That's exactly right. And that's they've convinced you to do that. It's not because and people do it willingly. Yeah, yeah. People do it willingly. I'm telling y'all now. If you're listening to this and you're someone who has definitely demonized another person for their views, you think that you are empowered by your feelings and you are a slave. Yeah, you're a slave. If you do not feel comfortable voicing what you believe. Yet you're willing to demonize others for disagreeing with what you believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a slave, yeah, uh, because those thoughts don't belong to you. They've been given to you. Mm. But moving on. So we got these vax and non-vax, and then we hear in the speak, the way Joe Biden speaks, is it perpetuates that. We want to talk about the G 
January 6th thing with the Capitol. The and they said that, yeah, Trump in his speech perpetuated this thing. Yeah. We want to talk about speech perpetuation. Well, even, I mean, whoo. Woo. Yeah, I, know. I mean, leading up to that, yeah, I mean, yeah, you yeah. want to talk about speech perpetuating hatred. Yeah. Many politicians Many get politicians. in the streets. Yeah. Don't let them leave their cars. Yeah, right. Do this. Yeah. Come Kamala look. Harris. I mean, it's yeah. not going to stop. They're not right. going to stop. Right. They're unheard. They're angry. That's right. That's right. And people bought into that bull crap. Yeah. Let me stop talking about that. Where's that that stuff actually gets me angry. Yeah, where is she? I'm, you know. <laughs> Because people would always come to us saying that, hey, we're weird. How come we aren't buying into this bull crap? Because you're black. You're supposed to buy into the bull crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Change the subject. COVID. I'm smacking people in my mind right now. Um, so. Uh, so, yeah. So now you have the vaccines. Right. And and this has been building up since the beginning for us to come to this head where. Either you get vaccinated or you deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Now, the consequences remain to be seen what they are in its culmination. I think that beginning consequences, uh, pre-consequences have already been seen, mm-hmm. right? Um, but people will feel comfortable demonizing and actually hating Finding human beings who aren't vaccinated as less than human, they will find justification in that because the messaging is sending them there. In a lot of our, in all of our history, you brought it up in our history, when human beings in this modern era, relatively so, have been seen as less than human. That does not happen when you leave the birth canal and you speak your first word and you're like, no, Nigger, that doesn't happen. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever thought? And I apologize for doing that if you had children around, but we're just tired of all of this. Um, have you ever thought about the idea of racism permeating an entire culture and how that's possible without being taught it? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want to think of everyone thinks, seems to think that America started right Jim Crow. Boom, Jim Crow, we racist. Mm-hmm. Um, slaves were here about five years before that, and then Jim Crow. Right. How did a culture of white Americans, some white Americans, look at black people and go, You disgust me? Yeah. That doesn't, well, that doesn't just happen. Well, now here's the thing. Now, obviously, our foundational answer is sin. Yeah. Well, right? yes, absolutely. And now, and the reason why that's a, such an important foundational answer is because the disgust towards another human isn't exclusive to white Americans. Right. Right. That's a human issue. That's a human issue. <laughs> that's a human issue. Uh, that's why we are so against critical race theory. Mm-hmm. You suck. Um, so, secondly, uh, I think what you're leading up to is, gosh, like how. How does an entire country in Germany mm. allow a government yeah. to single out a, a, a couple minority groups in the country yeah. and kill them? Kill them. Kill them. It's not like they were trying to fight them and they just couldn't hold them back and yeah, they yeah, stole yeah. the Jews. Nah, yeah. they, were, they were the cause of their problems. And, How did it get that yeah, way? Right. How it did the has people, to grow. How did the people start to believe that the Jews... And that in, in Germany, the Jewish people in Germany were the problem. It has to go. It, it has to grow that way. And so I remember telling you about my first time visiting the Holocaust Museum. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was relatively recent. I didn't go to the Holocaust Museum as a kid. That was only, as a kid, we only went to like black museums. Blacks yeah, yeah, and whites. Blacks and whites. It's terrifying. In Baltimore. Yeah, it's um, terrifying. And then I went to the Holocaust Museum. So I have, I kind of like, my, my, my worldview is established a bit. I, I see the world. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a believer. But then I also still have this pride for our country, and I'm watching the way things are going. And I see plastered on the walls in different corners and things like that, the Holocaust Museum, this phrase, never again, mm-hmm. never again. And it made me sick. Yeah. Why did it make me sick? Because I knew that those, fra- that w- those words are only for sentiment. Mm-hmm. I knew that they weren't serious. Right. 
What are you saying never again for? Are you saying never again will we allow a country to divide us so that I can sit back and drink tea while families are being murdered? Mm-hmm. Are you saying that never again? Never again will I allow my government to use propaganda so that I would demonize in my heart a certain people who don't look like me mm-hmm. so that I can feel okay when the government snatches them up and mutilates their bodies. Right. It's like y'all doing that right now. Yeah. All you got to do is own a gun. Yeah. And the government has no problem demonizing people who own these inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's the beginning of the propaganda. That's people. the beginning. It's a pandemic. Well, it's not the beginning. The un- it's the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, because it's been growing <laughs> yeah. from there. So it's it's you know because he's only saying what a lot of people have already felt. Yeah, you've already judged people for not getting vaccinated in your hearts, mm-hmm. and so Joe Biden is speaking on that judgment. That's right. And it's dangerous because it's coming from the highest office of the land. Mm-hmm. And he's saying this is a problem with the unvaccinated with people. The unvaccinated this people. would be solved if the unvaccinated. If we're vaccinated. Yeah. Lies. Still. Yeah, it's a straight up lie. Lies. Also, like I said, mental competence. He said there were 350 million people vaccinated. Yeah. There's 300, what, 60 million people in the, or 20 million in the states. 23 million people in the country. In the country, yeah. Um, so, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, doing pretty Clap good. Clap it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, guys, we are being very serious here. You think that this doesn't end poorly? Yeah. It ends terribly yeah it ends terribly unless we take back what it means to be the people stop getting your thoughts from the people you vote for <laughs> stop voting for idiots yeah start caring about real things yeah no yeah. you want to talk about oppression you brought this up when we were talking you want to talk about oppression right you're saying that somebody needing to have an id to vote is oppression right Right. Meanwhile, people are losing their jobs, their livelihoods, because the government that is there to ensure their freedoms and their rights is telling them what they have to do. Everybody who who wants all the immigrants to come to our country, ask them how they feel about that. Yeah, right. Ask them why they left their countries. They don't. It's for for this stuff. It's for this stuff. It's their government overstepping their boundaries. Stripping them of their freedoms. So they, you, they see the United States of America as a symbol of freedom. And here yeah. we are doing exactly what they do in Cuba, Venezuela, yeah. anywhere else. And uh, the double speak is, you know, you brought up the ID. You know, voter ID is oppression. You need an ID to get a vaccine. You need an ID to get a job. You need an ID to get cigarettes. You need an well, ID to get alcohol. Here's the thing that people don't see. You need an ID to get on the plane. Especially as a, well, if you're a black American and you're like drinking the Kool-Aid, then there's not, this really matters. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, if you are a non-black person and you're drinking the Kool-Aid, what you don't realize it sounds like when we hear stuff like that from you, mm-hmm. you think I'm stupid. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think I'm an idiot. Yeah. And people actually get that. They just go on YouTube and search these things. Right. There have been people who have gone to the hood, mm-hmm. to the hood, and say, hey, what do you think about this? Um, you know, people are saying that, you know, there needs to be, uh, it's racist, or, they, they, you know, saying it's racist. I think, was this Prager University? I, think, I forget who it was. I think it was, actually. They have one. But um, saying, hey, I think, think it's racist for you to have an ID um, in order to vote. You're like, do you think that's racist? They're like, no, I have an ID. Right. Going around asking people, hey, do you have an ID? He's like, yeah, I'm a grown adult. I have an ID. What about access to internet? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you get offended. Yeah. Now, here's what I get offended by people have talked to us and they think that we don't relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. We're outside of that. They don't think that we come from that. Yeah. So we can't speak on it, but you can. <laughs> it sounds really bad. Like, it really does. You know, take a step back and just go, man, and say that phrase, say that. Black people don't know how to get online to get in line. Say that to yourself. Like, yeah, yo. You know how sick I got of sitting at conference after conference, whether it be church or not, talking about black people. Right. I'm sitting there listening to being, I'm the subject matter right. of this nonsense. Yeah. 
Yeah. We don't know how to get ID. Um, and there's people in the city who don't know. They don't have resource. They don't have access. I guarantee you there's mo- all the MVAs in, are in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I want to point this out. Okay, let's stick with the vaccine <laughs> thing. And we go on to the, uh, propaganda. You think that propaganda, uh, I watch TV. It, it's actually very rarely that, I don't, well, first of all, I don't watch TV. We don't have cable. Uh, but watch TV in a colloquial sense of like streaming things and Yo movies. You got cable. <laughs> you poor. Yeah. That's how people used to yeah, judge. Man. They judge you if you didn't have cable yeah. growing up. Meanwhile, your family can actually be poor and have cable. Be like, but we winning. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and so propaganda exists everywhere. You think that there aren't seeds grooming you mm-hmm. with messaging to prepare you for what's to come? It's happening. Yeah. It is definitely happening. It has always happened. Like you brought up the Holocaust. What preceded the Holocaust was messaging. Mm-hmm. It was messaging all over the place. What preceded, why in, in the world would a platform of the United States government called the Democrat Party feel justified in erecting a subsidiary called the Ku Klux Klan in order to go around and terrorize black American families. How did they become justified in that? Well, there was a need. Where did the need come from? It came from messaging in this film called Birth of a Nation. Mm -hmm. This film is touted as probably the most overtly racist movie in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It was viewed by Woodrow Wilson and his family in the White House, the only film, or the first film, to be viewed in the White House. And what did they portray in this film? They portrayed hyper-sexualized and hyper-emotional in the angry sense, black people towards white women. Mm -hmm. They sent the messaging out of fear and anxiety for white America that black men are terrorizing your families. And they kept that messaging going and going and going. Even when you have a young boy named Emmett Till, we have to mutilate this boy's body because he was just whistling at your wife. And you know how these black men get. Right. We have to tear him apart. Meanwhile, he was whistling because he had a stutter. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. He was scared. Mm-hmm. They were scared. Let's go and terrorize this boy because he's not going to be disrupting my family and raping my wife and my kids. And so you have the messaging of this that shows black people like these crazy gorilla ape monkey people. Mm-hmm. And what and it brings justification that now we have saviors. I mean, on yeah, these horses you, you, and in these hoods. Yeah. In my mind, I just speaking, I'm like, there's people who disagree right now. They will hear this and go, that's just not true. And I just would like you to tell us what is, you know, what I mean, like, how does the Holocaust happen? How does. Um, <laughs> it doesn't happen if a country's strapped. I tell you that. Yeah. How does how does Mao happen? How, Stalin. How does Lenin. Stalin happen? How does uh, Chico Vera? Chico Vera. Chico Vera. How does that happen? Chico Vera. How does modern day? How does North Korea happen? Yeah. How does Cuba happen? Mm-hmm. Venezuela. So these were some of the richest countries in the world. How does it get where they are? Mm-hmm. North Korea. They're slaves. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. How do you have one of the members of our church from, from Cameroon? <coughs> she said the Cameroonian president has been president for 40 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also the and, member of our church who painted. Ooh, yeah, this. she painted our, all of our black and blurred uh, uh, paintings on canvas. Yeah. Um, our logo. How, and, and that's not it. He's been president for 40 years and now he's becoming murderous. Mm. How does a country get to a point where a, a person in power is allowed to do that? Yeah. It doesn't start off that way. Hitler didn't just get in and be like, I can't wait to murder these Jews. Yeah, right, right, right. It wouldn't be possible. He spoke nice yeah. about things. You know, well, what I'm frustrated with is a lot of people who are given the platforms to speak come in two categories. They come from the category of people who have pity on all the poor, ugly people in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really love them. They just have pity. Um, and yeah. so, therefore... You don't really understand what the life of this individual is like. You just determine what it should be like. You have those people who are given platforms. Those are the people who are loud in our faces, too. They don't really relate to what we come from. Um, They also don't believe we come from it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they just speak. uh, Recklessly. Recklessly. Without even knowing it, really. Um, That's one. And then, two, the people from where we come from are given leaders to speak on their behalf. Yeah. 
We, you don't hear from them, though. No. You won't hear from what they think. It's actually quite diverse. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who have agreements in different places, disagreements in different places. There are a lot of people who uh, don't want to get vaccinated, by the way, yeah. um, and, and from where we come from. Um, and they're recognized as not being able to voice that. Um, so there's marginalized for you. All you people who want to march in the streets, march for that. Um, but the people are given the Jesse Jacksons and the Al Sharptons and the whatever his name is, the, the pro-choice pastor. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. Warnock. They're given, they're, given the, they're given their leaders to speak for because those leaders, the Barack Obamas, come on, somebody. <laughs> you got a nice little black guy who's intelligent and articulate. And clean. And clean. Yeah. And they agree with me. Right. So now I'll let you represent all these people. And you'll speak for all of them. Mm-hmm. So now when people start reading the blogs and the articles about what these people think like, right. it'll be a monolith and it'll be a monolith that supports our agenda. Let's move on. Let's wrap up with this. I actually did a blog post called TikTok Theology. I'm going to post it soon because there's been um, some buzz over China McLean, who's an actress. Mm-hmm. Who would post some nice TikToks about faith? I actually posted some on our Instagram. Yeah. Um, just defending Christian faith. And then, you know, Shorty went a little too far. <laughs> she messed up. <laughs> she went a little too far. So what she did is she started attacking the Trinity doctrine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I know that there are two angles that you can come from this where it's like, no, this is my Christianity and I'm used to it. You're attacking it and I don't like it. The Christian doesn't need to do that because no. if you're affirm in your faith and you know uh the Lord, then you know truth. Right. Um, and even in the midst of doubt, you can stand firm in truth. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, so, but what I'm upset about is one, the uh, uh, presumption that's brought and the tone that's brought, and how that also kind of validates presumption that other people bring to their quote unquote Christian faith. So I did a, a, a pretty lengthy blog post um, that I'll post about that, responding to that in a theological sense and giving some biblical um, references to that. But we want to talk about TikTok theology for a little bit because there have been a lot of people on social media sites that kind of like think that they're Nostradamusizing yeah. Christianity with these philosophically deep thoughts. Meanwhile, the thinking is actually very futile. Yeah. Um, and so rather than talking about people who are well-known, um, there, I think there are a lot of people who are well-known in black American culture that people don't know about. And apologists, as a result, don't treat them. They don't do treatments of them mm-hmm. um, because they don't know that black Americans have, um, they're susceptible to different teachings, different false ideologies that these people are feeding off of on YouTube, TikTok, things like that. One of them is, ex-pastor kevin wesley and his name was actually ex-pastor that kevin wesley yeah. because i think that he thought it gave him some like status to yeah. be an ex-pastor give him equity meanwhile he, he doesn't even realize he was never a pastor yeah um and so it doesn't he was actually never a christian right uh but um but that's what he says um and so even though we maybe we'll dive into this deeper in another episode let's listen to something that he brings up and then just kind of like Talk about it for a little bit. I hope your phone works. Now watch this. No space, no time, and no matter. Okay, there was no space, no time, and no matter. Just real quick, family time. So let me give you guys context. This is actually quite interesting because what happening is ex-pastor Kevin Wesley, who is a um, YouTube PhD veteran, he is critiquing a video that China and McLean has done. Right. Um, and so that's what he's doing. You hear a video playing in the background. China and McLean is actually giving ev- evidence for God's existence. Ex-pastor Kevin Wesley, he's done many videos on how he's an atheist. I don't know what he is now because he's, he's yeah, he, dressed like yeah, someone from Aladdin like a Hebrew, now. yeah. Um, but, uh, but he's critiquing her video and giving us facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Drop that knowledge be able to get past that okay so undo those false dichotomies and say maybe there's other reasons open your mind now watch this no space 
no time and no matter. Okay, there was no space, no time, and no matter. Just real quick, family, time still isn't a thing. It does not exist. Time does not exist. Watches do. We are mapping the sun, and we use time to navigate. End up at the same places, family. That's pretty much it. So time is still not a thing that exists, okay? Moments do. So here's another reason why you have scholars that don't do treatments on this stuff. And, and, and I'm saying, and I want to say this graciously, but I'm, I want to use... I want to use actual words with definitions so that people can understand what I'm saying. That was stupid. Yeah. That was actually very stupid. It's yeah. incoherent. Yeah. It's incoherent. Uh, and, and it's not stupid in the schoolyard sense of like, you're valueless and you don't matter to me. The words that came out your mouth can't build anything. Yeah. They can't build anything. It's incoherent and it doesn't make sense. And then if he continues talking, he's going to end up contradicting himself. I think he goes on and says that we don't have time. We have moments. Well, he already did. He like, did say it. He said, first he said time does not exist. Watches do. Yeah. We map the sun and we use time. So there he, he already contradicted. He already Either time it. exists or it doesn't. Yeah, right. We can't use time if it doesn't exist. Yeah, right. And so, so but this is a heavy part about like this thing that's happening today. Yeah. This very new age but not new age yeah. progressive occultic whatever knowledge gnosticism where um people are saying or claiming to have a greater grasp on science mm -hmm. meanwhile they have this deep wealth of nescience yeah. which is ignorance <laughs> and it's just and it's so vast that even when they speak they don't even realize they're speaking nothingness yeah uh, and and, it, and it's it's pretty heartbreaking, really, because yeah. there are people who fall victim to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so you don't have people who actually treat the things that he say, that he says. Mm -hmm. They cast it aside and say, "Oh, that's complete foolish." And what's and I understand that because there's a lot of things they have to dedicate their time to. But then you have a you do have Christian apologists who come from this context who dedicate their time to this type of stuff because they know that people are susceptible to it. Yeah. Why? Not even, not even just people, self-professing Christians, because they don't read their Bible yeah. and they're not taught. They're not discipled. Mm -hmm. like if he dresses like Abu and yeah. speaks like that, then he must be right. Yeah. And so on the more, I would say on the more intellectual side of things, China and McLean's video on TikTok, it's also on YouTube. Um, t it takes a little bit more of a thoughtful approach, but I, but uh, to the her trying her desire to tear down the trinity um but i still think it's presumptuous I, th I think it's myopic um i think that it's um audacious because it's a tiktok video in five minutes yeah and you're about to deconstruct the trinitarian doctrine yeah um that's why what's the guy's name the black apologist you young dude uh preston preston perry, perry. Mm -hmm. He did a rebuttal to her five minute TikTok and it was about 45 minutes. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Because he's trying to like go through all of these scriptures. He's like, <coughs> well, I, can, I don't want to yeah. hit you over the head with all of these scriptures. Well, that's but. why I wrote mine down yeah. so that people can keep referring back to it. Mm -hmm. uh, because the Trinity is not something that like Christians got together in a huddle and said, all right, y'all, what's some stuff we want, you know, when we, when we want in our religion, what we want to do? Right, right, I mean, right. I don't know. We can do like guys three. Oh, they from Baltimore. He's still one. Yeah, they all one. I mean, he could be like guys three. Like he ain't two. God ain't two though. How come he can't be two? <laughs> but uh, no, no. But yeah, that's not how that works. The Trinitarian doctrine is a rich observation stemming from the Old Testament, an ancient view of Yahweh. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in order to see that, you have to know the scriptures. I think that China and McLean only dealt with maybe two passages. Yeah. Um, and so with that, it's supposed and, to deconstruct. And, and, and the passages she chose are pretty ironic. I yeah, mean, right. She yeah. chose John 1. Yeah, I know. In the beginning was, was Which is odd. Because what's, yeah, explain why that's odd. Um, I, I believe, I mean, when John, <laughs> John writing his gospel is describing Jesus as God in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> now, either we have to do away with that, yeah, yeah, or we have to accept it. I As, think that well, it has to be black okay. and white like that because the Come moment on. we even break down a little bit of what John is saying, we can't trust anything he's saying. Right. So, I mean, he's he's describing what he's doing is he's describing um, 
the Yahweh people know. That's right. And saying, hey, it's him. That's right. The guy that's walking with us. That's right. Um, and so it was weird that she picked that verse to say that the Trinity doesn't exist. And so what we said, what we ended up saying was, well, if the problem with that is you got to tell us who Jesus is. That's right. You have to tell you us have to explain it. who he is and how you're saved. Um, because if he's just a man, then we're not saved. That's right. Um, now, if she has a follow-up video responding to that. If he's a God, then you're a polytheist, yeah. which you're also not saved. Um, so you guys can I'll, – I'll post the blog, um, and I, I hope you read it. I'll, I'll let you know when it's posted. I'll remind you on different episodes when it's posted. But this is the biggest issue I have. Matter of fact, let me see if I can get this. I was just reading A.W. Tozer this morning, and there's things that he says that I think every Christian needs to remember. And this not even this doesn't even just exist in a conversation on the Trinity. This has to do with a the- conversation on theology and right. our approach to God. A lot of what we have against God um, is rooted in our own ignorance. It's rooted in our own stupidity. It's rooted in our own arrogance. And it starts from a place of audacity. Um, And so even when you come to people who are like explaining, people who are scientists and say that um, I can explain this, uh, there's still a wealth of ignorance you have that you aren't addressing Mm -hmm. where people can explain what's happening in a volcano you can explain what? Cool. You can't explain why. Right. You might be able to explain how. You still can't explain why. There's something underneath your explanation. You still have ignorance. Mm-hmm. And so you can't explain that. And this powerful, vast little round circle that has leaves and trees and people and animals just roaming all around on it, there is a vast wealth of ignorance you have to contribute to this existence. And so we try to assuage that with the knowledge we do have. And then we take that and go one step further and say, God, pa, what else? So this is what this is what A.W. Tozer says in the knowledge of the holy. He says only to an equal could God communicate the mystery of his Godhead. Mm-hmm. And to think of God as having an equal is to fall into an intellectual absurdity. Yeah. And I think that's right. Yeah. There are a lot of statements that China and McClay made um, that started with this. If God was this way, then mm-hmm. this is what he would do. That's presumptuous. Yeah. That's arrogant. Now, even in our ability and in, in my ability to understand the Trinity, that ability is not wholesome. No. It can't be. It can't be. I'm a feudal human being, finite. My hope and trust in the Trinity lies in my hope and trust in Jesus Christ. It lies also in my hope and trust in the fact that I don't know everything. Right. Why do I hope and trust I know everything? Because I don't know everything is because the things I do know are so incomplete. Right. Right. <laughs> They're so incomplete. Meanwhile, I hope and trust in the one who made me and in his revealed word because everything that I need to know is found in his revealed word. And if we do well and we spend time in the scriptures, then what we'll end up doing is not knowing everything. We'll end up trusting the mystery of who God is. That's a beautiful thing. There's a mystery that is all around in the relationship of a believer. Part of that mystery is, our, I think, is seen more commonly in um, evil, in struggle, in trial. It's a mystery that a believer can undergo trial and sorrow and have their head simultaneously lifted up. Through the comfort of the Lord. It's that passage in 2 Corinthians. The God of all comfort. Mm -hmm. Who comforts people in their trials. And he comforts them in their trials with his comfort. That they would be able to share that comfort in someone else's trial. With the same comfort that they were comforted with. It's a mystery of this omnipotent, omnibenevolent, omniscient, all eternal God. Who is all loving and all perfect and all just. And how gracious of him is it to even reveal himself to us and even cloak himself in humanity, in flesh, Mm -hmm. that we would be able to walk with him and then ultimately be united with him in spirit through the death of his flesh. It's a mystery. And so I think that we are gracious and we should be gracious that we can grow in wisdom and understanding of who he is. 
and then therefore subsequent wisdom and understanding of who we are. But that needs to be um, that needs to be, uh, uh, I guess, kept at bay um, with our humility. Yeah, right. That's what it is. Humility with our humility uh, and our approach to him, um, because you can never fully comprehend him. Right. You can never fully comprehend him. So yeah, anything else? Any quick things before we sign off? Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I would just add that you know, please don't try to gain an understanding of scripture through people on TikTok, <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, I mean, even if you do like watching those things, do it with a Bible, right? And if your Bible is insufficient because you're not really trained in, do it with a pastor. Yeah. Do it with other brothers and sisters, but ultimately do it with the pastor, but under the authority of the scriptures. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are the disciplines. Um, so, yeah, that's this episode. We talked about a lot, guys. Um, so, yeah, we hope that you guys uh, do well in your Bible study and your Bible growth and your knowledge of the Lord and knowledge of who you are in the Christian faith. But then also, guys, as believers, as believers, people need truth in this world. Mm-hmm. We see it all around us. We see division, we see hatred, we see death all around us. Stand firm in the truth. And even in our theme passage, Ephesians 5.11, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but don't be on the fence. Expose it. Expose the unfruitful works of darkness. That's what we're continuing to do here at Black and Blurred. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode. We hope you tune into the next one um, where we are guaranteed to do one of two things. Give you our humble opinion or the facts. Holler at us. You should have said or the facts. We don't give the facts though. That's stupid.